It's time for You Better You Bet. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL. You Better You Bet with Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser filling in for Nick and Ken. They'll be back tomorrow. They'll be with you guys all weekend. We'd like to welcome our good friends from Stadium. All you got to do to watch the show right now, see PJ in this beautiful shirt he's wearing. Watchstadium.com. Watchstadium.com backslash live. I do like that shirt, Peach. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you know, it's, it. Let me ask you a quick question. It's my Packer green for you. I hate the winter, and I grew up in the Midwest in Chicago. And growing up, I always kind of liked the winter, to be honest. I thought people that... Didn't like the snow, couldn't drive in the snow. I thought that they were weak. Yeah. As I get older, and you're much younger than me, I hate the winter. Yeah. You know, it's expensive, especially if you have a flat tire, if your car breaks down. Also, my skin is just crap right now. Yep. Are you a winter guy? You you like the winter? No. You like the cold weather? No. I like the summer. Are you going to retire somewhere well, warm? I'm also- Henderson, maybe I Nevada? Bo- I was born in the summer, so I, I like the summer. Although, you know, I get sunburnt a lot. You know, my skin complexion, just, it's not good. So I just, I enjoy warm weather. I would rather be warm than cold. That's just me personally. Some people are the other way. I do like the fall, however, is just because of football, you know, football's back and what that means. Early spring's great too. The winter for me by far is, I mean, that's at the bottom of the You get excited for Vegas? Absolutely. Super Bowl week? Oh my God, can't wait. This is going to be your first time, right? Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Then we get March Madness. We get the Masters. So excited. Vegas the Masters game. commercials. They're starting to hit. Yeah. They're starting to hit. Yeah, I'm have, getting excited. Have you bet anybody yet? No, not yet. You? No, nobody. You got anything this weekend for me? <sighs> oh, well, you know we're on JT Postman. Love Postman. This week. Sung JM, too. Yeah, everybody likes Sun Jay, though. Yeah. Well, All right. Let's like uh that. let's wrap up. Anything else that you like? We're doing uh, Ravens, Texans, talking yeah. Baltimore, Houston here. So uh, we've seen some line movement where Baltimore actually opened up eight and a half. We're out to nine and a half right now. The under's taking some money. Total yesterday when we did this show was at forty four. We're down to forty three and a half. Money line price for the Ravens minus four fifty. Houston plus three forty. You know, I kind of like Baltimore. The more I think about this, I like the angle in the first half at six and a half, just because CJ Stroud was excellent in his first start as a rookie in the playoffs. But now he's got to go on the road. We're going to have some weather. We're going to have some wind. Uh, And he's going against the Ravens defense, which has been historic this season. So I do like that angle. I like the full game under. I have no props here. Talk me into something. So, yeah, we're talking about Odell. I like his over-receiving yards. I like Nico Collins' under-receiving yards as well. It's 79.5. He's obviously C.J. Stroud's number one option. Doesn't look like Marlon Humphrey is going to play in this game. He didn't practice again, so he's trending towards being out. Ryan, honestly, I think that's probably for the best. I trust Brandon Stevens, as crazy as that is, more than Marlon Humphrey on a number one receiver. So, I think that's better for Baltimore. Stevens has been awesome this season. He's been one of the most underrated corners in football. So I think him on Collins is going to be a good matchup. Plus, Mike McDonald just takes away big plays, right? He makes you work the ball down the field. I think if you're targeting somebody on Houston, Dalton Schultz would be the play for me. He's gone up from 35.5 to 37.5. So I kind of like that. Um, You know what's crazy in this game? C.J. Stroud is minus 175 to throw an interception. He's only thrown five all year. Plus 130 not to throw one. So, look, it's it's telling you he's probably going to throw one, but CJ does a pretty good job of taking the football. So maybe you look at a yeah. plus 130 there, especially if you like the Texans to 
pull off a shocker and win the game. Lamar's plus 110 to throw an interception. I don't hate that. I certainly think we could see one. Um, And then we talked about this yesterday. Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. It's up to minus 140 now. So it's climbing. The, the fact that this game is telling me that it's going to go under. The fact that the total keeps dropping. The money's coming on the over. And it is continuing to go towards the under. That means that I think the Texans are going to keep the Ravens to field goals. The Ravens are going to have a tough time scoring in the red zone in this game. So I think Tucker hits a couple field goals. Hits two or three. So even though it's it's minus 140, got to lay some juice, I think that's a good play. Yeah. Over one and a half. Yeah. You talked about the injury report a little bit. So Marlon Humphrey didn't practice. He's got a calf injury. So that's uh, really concerning. You're obviously going to want him. And then uh, Zay Flowers also limited as well. He's got a calf issue. And that's, we talked about him just in that last segment. And he had nine catches. He had 78 receiving yards week one uh, against the Texans and that 25-9 win. So that's something to monitor. I would expect he's going to be out he there. He did say that he'll play. Yeah. And he then Mark say. Andrews, he's recovering from that ankle injury. So he didn't practice on Tuesday. So what are you doing with Mark Andrews? Are you just going to stick if you're going to do anything, if you're doing DFS lineups or if you're going to do anything with props with the tight ends, would it be Isaiah likely or now does that scare you a little bit? It would be likely more okay. so than Andrews. I think if Andrews does play, he's going to be on a pitch count. You know, I don't think they... They trot him back out there, and he's playing his normal snaps that he would. And likely he's been awesome. He scored a touchdown for the Ravens in their last four games. So I know Andrew's one of the best tight ends in football. He's Lamar's favorite target, but there hasn't been much of a drop-off when likely he's been out there. He has more speed than Andrew does, Um, and you know he's just as good as a receiver. So... I, I'm a big Isaiah Likely fan. I think he's been awesome. So yeah. if if you're targeting the two, I, w- I would stick with Likely. I wouldn't be worried that, you know, Andrews is practicing and he might play in this game. I think Likely will be fine. Definitely check out Nick and Ken tomorrow and then all throughout the weekend because uh, the Ravens right now, even off the bye, eight players on the injury report. I expect most of those, most of those guys to go. But Houston, uh, kind of concerning. So Noah Brown, he's got 33 receptions, 567 yards, two touchdowns in the regular season, shoulder injury in that win over the Browns. On uh, the AFC Wild Card game on Saturday, so he's on the IR. He's done. Right. Um, also, looking at it right now, so Robert Woods, he's got the hip injury. He's not practicing. He got in a limited. He came back last week. John Mechie actually had a couple receptions in the Wild Card game. Uh, he was limited, but the Texans right now thirteen players on their injury report, and that includes Will Anderson Jr. But he played thirty-one snaps, pass rushing snaps, so I expect him to be out there. Agreed. And then Sheldon Rankins, who was third on the team with six sacks, didn't practice. He's got a rib and an ankle injury, but I would assume he's probably going to be out there with uh, with a little help from a little uh, Tordell sandwich, probably. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Another stat worth mentioning, another trend: Lamar Jackson in the last three years, Ryan, as a favorite of seven and a half or more is one and eight against the spread. So he doesn't cover numbers like this. If, if it's over seven and a half, he doesn't cover. He does win, but he doesn't cover. So that's important, obviously, for the nine and a half, but also for people out there that want to use the Ravens in a teaser, teasing them down to three and a half, that would kind of make me nervous too. Like maybe the Ravens only win this game by three. I mean, you know, maybe the Texans pull off a shocker and win the game, but for whatever reason, you know, it's crazy too because the Ravens, it feels like under Lamar, blow out so many teams, win so many games by double digits, but those games are usually when they're only like three or four point favorites, it's these games when they're expected to blow teams out that they actually struggle to do so. So yeah, over seven and a half has not been kind to Baltimore the last uh, three years. So that that could be another interesting way of attacking this game. Uh, moving over to uh, Tampa Bay, Detroit. So Khalif Raymond. 
did not practice today. He might be out in this game. Uh, but pretty clean injury report. I mean, Baker Mayfield's all banged up for Tampa Bay, but they're sitting there right now, six and a half dogs, six and a half point dogs on the road in Detroit. Total in the game, 48 and a half. Lions at home, minus 275 favorites on the money line in Tampa Bay. Uh, better than two to one odds, plus 220 right now. I like Tampa in this game. You don't think we get to seven? I don't. I don't. Man, if we do, I'm doubling down. Would be my favorite bet of the week. I'm going back. I really love one play in every game this week. I love San Francisco. I love the under in the Ravens game. I love the Bucks, and then we'll get into Kansas City and Buffalo in a bit, but I yeah. love a play in that game. If the Bucks get to plus seven, that will be my favorite play. There's just too much Lions overreaction. Like, this game should be four and a half, right? The Lions are fun on offense. There's no question. They had a great win against the Rams. They're at home, but we're just all feeding into that. And you got to remember, this is a team that is not used to these kind of expectations. Like yeah. heading into that game against the Rams, yes, they were favored, but there was so much pressure on them. And it felt like it, a lot of people liked the Rams to win that game. Heading into this game, Ryan, how many people have you heard that like the Bucks to win this game? To Not, win outright? Nobody. N- yeah. Nobody, right? So that's what I'm saying. Everybody's expecting the Lions to win this game. All the pressure is on them. I mean, it's human nature that you're going to have a little bit of an emotional letdown after finally exercising the demons, winning that playoff game for the city of Detroit. I don't know, man. This is another great matchup for Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. The thing about yeah. betting the Bucks is it's all about the matchups for Baker. Like, that's what it's all about. When he goes up against a defense that could give him trouble, that's when you look to fade Tampa. But when he goes up against a defense that he can have success against, that's when you love Tampa. That's why he was so great against the Eagles last week, because they don't have a secondary. Baker was hitting receivers that you and I would have hit. They were so wide open. The Lions' secondary is better, but it's not that much better. Again, the Eagles ranked 32nd this year to opposing fantasy wide receivers dead last in the NFL Detroit was 30th you can throw on Detroit look at what Puka did against the uh against the Lions Stafford had a great day I think the Bucs are going to be able to score I think Tampa Bay team total over is another great play in this game as well we talked about that San Francisco team total over give me Tampa team total over 21 and a half plus 105 I think that's another great look but uh Ryan if this gets to plus seven Tampa is the play of the week Absolutely. Yeah, I like Tampa. I mean, I like them to keep it close here. I think Detroit ultimately wins the game. I'm not laying six and a half, though. Like you said, I mean, four and a half, I think, would probably be fair. I mean, the, all these numbers, I mean, the market makes sense, right? For all of these, but this is the one that I had circled right away. And I mean, I like this Detroit team. It's hard to root against them, but you said it. I mean, it's the pass defense that's a little bit concerning. I don't think Tampa's going to be able to run the ball. I don't even no. think they're going to attempt to run the ball here. I agree. I like Rashad and, White under rushing yards. Yeah. Yep, to your point. And then it comes down to just can you protect Baker Mayfield, give him enough time in the pocket, because he's going to have some advantages in this game, or they're going to have some advantages, especially on the outside. Like if you look at the pass defense, you look at Cam Sutton, you look at his pro football focus grade, which I know isn't for everybody, but his coverage grade is 55.6 and he's five foot eleven. So Mike Evans on the outside is gonna have the height advantage. And you're also just like I just I think that you're gonna be able to open some things up down the field, man. I don't know what they're gonna be able to do unless they bracket coverage Evans, but then I don't know. I don't know who else you would look at. You know, Chris Godwin, who else's props you would look at, but uh I do think that he's going to have some uh, some success in this game. And then I kind of like the over because I also think that Jared Goff is going to be able to do some stuff. He's averaging 7.5 yards per attempt against the Blitz. We know what Todd Bowles and the Bucks are going to do. They're going to blitz Goff. 
So I kind of like his passing yards over, and I think that this game might be uh, one of the higher-scoring games of the weekend. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I think this is another good game for props. You know, I, I mentioned the Rashad White under rushing yards, rushing attempts. Like, I really like that. Rashad White under 15.5 rushing attempts plus 100. Yes, please. Rashad White under 55.5 rushing yards. Absolutely. My favorite prop in this game, though, is Baker Mayfield pass attempts. Absolutely. What I loved about the Bucks game plan against Philadelphia was they didn't try and come out and they didn't want, they didn't try and play complimentary football. They didn't mess around and say, you know what? We need to establish the run game against Philly. They said, no, no, we're attacking this secondary that's awful. And that's what they did all game long. And that's what they're going to do against Detroit. They're going to realize that we're not going to have success running against the Lions. Let's just drop back and throw the ball. And that's what they're going to do. Love Baker over 35 and a half pass attempts. Love the pass attempts too. Goff's yards have actually went up yesterday. So they're 275 and a half. I still like that minus 115 to the over. And I kind of like Baker yards with the attempts 253 and a half. Like I said, I think that Mike Evans is going to have a day. That's why his receptions four and a half Agreed. price minus 145. Didn't do a whole lot. Had that drop as well. Usually that's the bounce back Mike Evans game. Then, yes. Right. Yes. And then Chris Godwin. His receptions, five and a half, plus money to the over, plus 115. I'm going to stay away from that. So Evans over four and a half receptions. Don't love the minus 145 price. So if that's something you don't want to lay, uh, I do like the yards too. 69 and a half, minus 115 to the over. Uh, shop around, of course, for best prices because I'm seeing some weird stuff out there. But I do like over 69 and a half yards. Nice for Mike Evans in this game. Agreed. I can't believe that we're talking about a divisional round game. Now the Lions made sense, Winner especially of this what they did the, the second half of the season game. last year, man. But I couldn't yeah. fully buy into Dan Campbell. But Tampa Bay, being here, like coming into the season, I made the case for their win total to go over. They kind of reminded me a little bit of Seattle from you last year. It. And I, you know? as soon as you said it, I'm like, that is a great, that is a great call. Because you had Mike were. Evans and Godwin, but you remember both of those guys were like neither of them wanted to be there, right? And then they started to buy into Baker. Now they're hanging out at dive bars during the weekdays out in Florida together. But, I mean, like, they had a decent enough defense. You have Vita Vea. You have playmakers, as long as everybody wasn't going to ask out. And then you had, you know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I like Kate Otten enough. Uh, and you were in a weak division. But I did not see them being in the divisional round of the playoffs, no. especially with that coaching staff with Todd Bowles. But here they are, six-and-a-half-point dogs, totals 48-and-a-half. Yep. What if we get a Tampa Bay-Green Bay? <laughs> NFC Championship game. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. That one of those teams are going to the Super Bowl. Like Green Bowl. Bay was three and six. Yeah. Tampa Bay just moved on from the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. Well, if we get that rematch again, I'm coming right back with all the Baker props because he's going up against Joe Barry. That he's what he had a perfect passer rating in Lambeau. Yeah, when they perfect passer out. rating. Yeah. So uh, I, I would like I would like Baker again in that game. It, it's it's insane that the Bucks are in this spot. They're one game from the NFC title game. It's it's nuts. It's a credit to, like you said, Baker and their receivers buying in, a bunch of guys on defense buying in as well. Um, it's been a great season for Tampa. I do like them in this game. I think they can keep it close. Some t uh, props that I would target on Detroit. I actually like Josh Reynolds under 40 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. He was going up against his former team in the Rams. He had a nice game on Sunday night. I think everybody watching, you know, when they're looking, who should I bet outside of Amon Ra? Should I take Jamison Williams? Should I take Laporta, Jameer Gibbs? And they're going to remember that Josh Reynolds had a great game, and I think they're going to go with that. I, I I wouldn't take I wouldn't take Reynolds. I wouldn't take him at forty and a half. I think it's it's too much inflation over what he did off of one game. So I think you just ride the number ones, Amon Ra and Evans. I think both of those guys are going to have great games.
Continue to preview the divisional round of the playoffs, divisional weekend. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser filling in for Nick and Ken. It's You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. Watch Stadium. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.